ballet dancer and also a line dancer. Welcome to the Daily Adventure Tales, the podcast about daily adventures for everyday people with your adventure host, Lori Weaver. Welcome to episode three of Daily Adventure Tales. Today we're going to talk about three different things. First of all, bikes. I love bicycling. My husband loves bicycling, and we've been doing this for probably about 12 or 13 years now. Started bicycling when I was in Weight Watchers, one of the times I was losing a lot of weight. And about halfway through the process, he and I decided we were going to start bike riding to get a little extra exercise. So we'll start off with a discussion about that. Second of all, I want to talk to you about cameras and how much fun it is to videotape with an action camera. I'm actually going to feature on this podcast some audio footage of the first time that I used a point-of-view camera on my bike and tried to ride uphill from the Pasadena Rose Bowl to my home. So I decided to be doing some talk tests and who knows what came out of my mouth, but I've got some fun footage for that. So we're going to talk about the bikes and the camera. And lastly, I want to start a new feature on Daily Adventure Tales where we are featuring free music that you can find with Creative Commons licenses. So I found a really great piece of music to use in my video, one of my videos, and I said, this is a really wonderful place. So more on that later. First up, it's Mark. I was just thinking about the first time we started to, to buy bikes and what happened. Well, you know, like always, sometimes when you try a new adventure, there's always people out there that go and try to discourage you. And we basically, the first bike shop we went into, we explained to them that we would bike uh, some bicycles. And, and we were basically told by the gentleman who owned the shop that we were too fat for bicycles. They didn't really make bicycles for people our size. Yeah, but we didn't believe him, and we thought that that was kind of a foolish statement. Yes, because what we found is you have to find the right bike shop. If, you know, at first you don't succeed, you try, try again. And basically, this gentleman's bicycle shop is for cyclists, quote, and we're more recreational bicyclists. And so we had to find somebody with that was more open to you know, to us, so, you know, and so we went, our first uh, place that we bought a bike was REI, that was the first place we found, and we asked the salesman, basically, you know, you know, we're kind of big people, um, what do you think? And he said, oh, you think bicycling would be great for us? We're going to go, well, you know, and, and, Help uh, us exercise, have fun. Yeah, and... <laughs> So he said, but he'd start with mountain bikes because they come with heavier duty wheels and frames. And he wouldn't really actually at our size use the mountain bikes in the mountains uh, as of yet until he said, believe me, you know, if once you get riding these bikes, you'll eventually get in good enough shape and, and lose some weight and you can take them up in the mountains. And so... Okay, but stay on the, you know, stay on the flat ground and smooth roads for a while. And so we bought a mountain, mountain bikes from them and, uh, and started riding. Yep, and we wore those mountain bikes out. 
Yes, and, uh, and it actually, when I did do finally start going into the mountains, I did start I did start breaking spokes on wheels, and the solution to that was basically I just had a custom wheel made for my back for my back tires, so that. It, they wouldn't break so then I could do mountain biking and so that's a lot that's 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 a lot of fun also so but there's unlimited things you can you know explore and do on a bicycle you can you know ride along the beach nice and flat easy breezy hear the waves the smells uh, you know grab that fresh air Once you get uh, in better shape, you can go up in the mountains and explore up there, and that's always really fun. And again, the smells and the, the you know, the, and it's it's just darn fun. It's you know, and... it's a fun way to see a city or to see a place too. Maybe not a downtown, but we've gone different places and threw our bikes on the back of the car and then rode around when we got to where we were going, and it gives you a little slower pace to actually see the the town and see the features of the community and then they have fun rides also all over the place we did one at lake tahoe and we've done one at solvang and and they have different distances that you can go and uh they have full support so if you break down somebody comes along and helps you uh, fix your bike or make sure you can get to the get to the finish line and and they're you know they're challenging but certainly doable and it just takes a while to condition yourself to uh putting a little bit of time riding the bike but they're a heck of a lot of fun there's a lot of excitement in the air and uh and you know and you can see it's a safe way to ride because of the fact that there's a lot of people. So the more people you ride with, the safer it is. Yeah, it's really a lot of fun. I'm really glad that we started bike riding because we've been doing it now for 10 or 12 years and it's one of my favorite things that we do. We go biking and hiking and that's kind of our outdoor fitness and we really enjoy it. So suppose someone's listening today and thinks, I'm kind of shy to go in the bike shop or I not been bike riding since I was a little kid and I'd kind of like to try it what would you recommend that they do well I would recommend that they they ask around uh, you know check on check on the sites uh, you know on the internet and see which bikes they chops get a good ratings and uh, try a few of them and see how open they are to actually finding the right bike for you and the big thing with bicycles is if you go into a store and they they say well you know all bikes are uncomfortable it just takes you getting used to it and don't ever fall for that it's basically a bicycle should be comfortable for you to ride when you leave and if it isn't then the bike shop person doesn't know what they're doing and basically if the bike's not comfortable you really aren't going to end up fitting into it it's basically and then you're not going to ride the bike so it's very important that you get a comfortable fit on your bike when you buy it not try to correct it afterwards yeah it's kind of like the myth of the shoes that are going to stretch out and fit good on your feet no 
not happening. Shoes that don't fit well when you buy them typically don't fit very well as you go on. It just means you get more blisters on your feet. And the bike is kind of the same. Now I do want to say there's a difference when you haven't been bike riding before or you haven't been bike riding for a while. If you're going to increase your distance, your rear end has to get used to being on the saddle, even if you get a saddle that fits you really well. And that's a topic for another day, but just know that that's a little bit different thing. But when you're in the parking lot and you haven't even been sitting on the saddle for very long, that bike should feel like a million bucks. And if it doesn't, it's not set up for you. It's either the wrong size or the settings are wrong and need to be redone. So don't, don't pay your money. Or something that doesn't feel good while you're trying it out in the in the parking lot because <laughs> if it doesn't feel good there it doesn't get any better Up, I want to talk about adventure cameras. Now, my adventure camera, I actually have two of them, are from Drift Innovation, and it's really, really fun. They're called point-of-view cameras because you can attach them to your bicycle helmet or to the bike itself or put it on your ski goggles. When I go hiking, I have a little elastic strap that I can slip the camera on and put on my hat. Now the really cool thing is that while you're out adventuring, that leaves your hands free. Now when I'm hiking, I'm using Trek hiking poles. It helps me with my knees. And I'll put a link to the hiking poles on the on the page notes for this show. But it was really hard. Whenever I'd see something cool when I was hiking, I would have to stop, put down my poles gently, especially if it was wildlife I was trying to record, get my iPhone out, turn it on, and try to catch my image. Now, when I go off with my adventure camera on my hat, I can turn it on with a remote control that I have or leave it running if I know that I'm doing a short amount of time for footage. When birds fly by or other wildlife comes by or I meet someone on the trail to say hello to, that camera's already going, so it gives me a lot more footage to choose from. Oh, if you'd like to take a look at some of my really, really early point of view adventure tests, there's actually a fun one with a fun surprise when I was hiking. Go to dailyadventuretales.com, click on the blog link, and look for What Does the Camera See? Lori's Adventures with Point of View and Finding Free Music. It's really cool. Anyway, I hope you enjoy this little snippet of my bike ride coming from the Pasadena Rose Bowl with my adventure camera. Okay, so here we are at the Rose Bowl. Mark's getting ready to go and I'm getting ready to go. We'll see how it runs. Last trip I did 15 miles. This is going to be about 10 miles round trip. I'm using the external mic to see if I can beat some of the wind noise, if I have anything worthwhile to say. Okay, when we first start going, we go halfway up the Rose Bowl, and then we're gonna go up the first big hill, which is kind of a bummer, because the hill comes so soon. <laughs> but the good news is, since the hill comes so soon, at least it's over with at the start. Okay. Now I have to get ready to See if I can get my poor old self up this first big hill. It's always tricky for me to get into my low gear. 
in time. I'm not as an experienced of a bike rider as my husband, but every day adds to that experience. I guess that's true in life of anything. Tell you, it's almost a little after 11 here in the morning. It's kind of warm. I'm definitely a morning person, so I would rather have been out here by 8. Got my ride back and kicking back right now rather than out in the sun. For my husband, though, this is really early for him. So we're kind of splitting the difference. This hill, it's about half a mile. Feels longer. Once we get to the top, we're gonna go through some beautiful neighborhoods here in Pasadena. Mike is good the talk test. I can talk barely, so at least I'm not going to fall over from overexertion. Ah, made it. Life is good. For today, I want to talk about finding free music that have Creative Commons licenses. Now, a Creative Commons license is where an artist says, you can use my work as long as you tell people whose work it is, or you can just use it free and clear. And it's really a wonderful resource for podcasters or beginner for video people like myself. I try to make my little videos a little more interesting by putting some music underneath them. So one place I found that's fabulous for this is the Free Music Archive, and I'll put the link to it on the show notes, but it's freemusicarchive.org. And you can find a lot of historical music that's in the public domain, and you can find new music by different bands and artists who are putting it out there in order to share their work, just like I'm sharing this podcast with you because I'm interested in doing some broadcasting and also doing some video work. So that's why I'm doing Daily Adventure Tales for me. That is my big adventure, is learning all of the audio and video and speaking skills required to try to generate a great podcast for you guys. So if you have an interest in using some music or you just like to find some new music, go over there to freemusicarchive.org, find some songs, and if you find a good one, tweet me the link. You can tweet me at AdventureLaurie, and I spell Laurie, L-A-U-R-I-E. So anyway, tweet AdventureLaurie with your link, and I will feature some of those music pieces on the show. Or actually, you can tweet me at AdventureLore if you have any comments, questions. You know, it's really getting complicated these days. Back when I started website design way, 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 way back in the day, I'll do that another show, but I used to have a website for kids called Tunicat. And that website actually became very, very popular. 
And it was really easy. You basically went to tunacat.com and I had to deal with some email lists and things like that. But today I have to think about how do I update my show page on Facebook? How do I keep my channel on YouTube going? How do I keep my Twitter feeds going? <laughs> I've got so many different pieces to, to deal with that it's really an interesting time to be creating content and technology. So I really appreciate you guys listening to my efforts. I know I'm a newbie. I know I'm starting out, but I'm really having a good time. And I'm hoping that you can find some good tips too. Anyway, back to the music. I want to end the show by letting you guys listen in its entirety to the song that I found that I really liked. The song is called Whisper, and it's by a group from Serbia called Stray Dog. I really liked it. And so I'm going to, after the show sign-off, let you listen to it. This is Stray Dog's Whisper.
That's a wrap. For more information, visit dailyadventuretales.com. <laughs> <laughs>